the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday. Pretty comfortable out. A little muggy as you just heard the forecast. It's 106. It's Wednesday. It's August 18th. And this portion of our program, folks, it's right to buy Kogi, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today. You can call them at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Remember what Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. 24-hour emergency service. Whether it is plumbing or cooling, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Residential services. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. R.E. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Now, coming up at 1.30, we're going to speak with our friend Giovanni Ferrosi. Folks, again, visit the website, depetro.com. Don't forget, this portion of the program also brought to my state towing service. Very happy birthday goes out to Michael Salvatore, the owner at State Towing Service. Auto sales are repair, 24-hour towing, 380 Valley Street in Providence. Call them, 401-331-0925. Happy birthday, you want to talk about a backer of the blue law enforcement, it's Michael Salvatore, State Towing Service. And also this portion of the program, folks, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, right now, it's 108, and you're hungry, and you're in the car, and you want to get some delicious food. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, sausage and peppers, eggplant, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, chicken parm calzones, pizza strips, cannolis, brownies, cakes, Trump chocolate covered donuts, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Now, where's that? Well, plug it in on your GPS. It's right off of Silver Spring Street, Royal Little Drive, 170, and they're right next to AAA in Providence. Easy to get to right off of 95, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They are reopened, and their hours, they're, any, they're only open till 2, 7 to 2, today, tomorrow, and then Friday. They're open now Tuesday through Friday. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Welcome them back. They were closed for a little while. Folks, we are um, following the latest, obviously, with Afghanistan. Uh, a little bit earlier, I, I was playing the fact that, you know, Governor McKee definitely now has a decision to make. Uh, I, I don't understand. The Rhode Island Department of Education, they had an attorney at the meeting last night and telling them that they don't have... The authority, they do not have the authority to issue a statewide mask mandate. But that's exactly what they they are, in fact, doing. And they're doing it under the guise of, um, well, now it's starting, actually. They're doing it under the guise, doing it under the guise of the fact that they say, let some of us challenge us in court. Now, the fall is already starting to fall apart. It's 109. It's Wednesday. Olivia DeRoche of ABC6 is already reporting that Garth Brooks has canceled next five city and cities on his tour for this year due to the rise in COVID. It includes Gillette Stadium in October. 350,000 tickets will be refunded in total. So it's, it's already... It's already starting. It's already starting as far as uh, things things are going to um, are going to change in, in going forward. And, and I know now tomorrow um, there is tomorrow there's going to be a protest at the state house and it's health care workers and it's health care workers Healthcare workers who do not want to get the vaccine. Now, I, they've reached out to me. I have something else going on tomorrow afternoon, uh, so I can't make it. But I, I think this is, is one of those battles that you have to decide uh, whether or not this is the hill that you really want to fight on. Some people do, by the way. Some people do. Some people are saying that. 
But just um, a little bit earlier, there was a, a good story again in the Boston Globe. By the way, I do want to give credit to the Providence Journal today because they're the first ones with that story that showed that Mayor Jorge Elijah, his guaranteed income program is going to cost more to administer than what they're actually giving out. Now, that is an absolute disgrace. That should not be happening. But they asked doctors for advice on the Delta variant for kids under 12. And what they said was, now, here's something people need to know, though. Regardless of the variant, only 0.3 to 1% of children who are infected with COVID have to be hospitalized. Folks, 0.3. I, I, I agree. You could make an argument that during the course of normal flu season, more people have to do that. But now let's see also. The state put out regulations on healthcare workers, VAX mandate, tougher, broader than they thought. If a healthcare worker at a state licensed facility is not vaccinated as of October 1st, they can't enter the building. Folks, this is going to, I know people don't like this. This is going to be decision time for a lot of people, for your job, for your children. You don't like what the public school's going to do. You have an option. U.S. health officials, they're also recommending the booster shots. I'm already seeing these people. I am not going to get a booster. This is decision time. <laughs> when you're a child, you get vaccinations. When you go to the military, you get vaccinations. I freely admit, I don't get it. I don't get the people. This is the hill they're ready to die. No, never. I was speaking with someone last week. It's a nurse, very, very emotional. She's, and I don't want to minimize it. She's fearful. The FDA needs to make this, approve this already. What are they waiting for? Baker says he's considering requiring state workers to get vaccinated or test regularly. Now that becomes a negotiation. That becomes a negotiation with Governor McKee and the unions. And as I discussed with Dan McGowan in our first hour, how about the fact the unions are saying, yeah, we would maybe consider, you know, having people, as long as they get paid, paid day off for the vaccine to get vaccinated, and uh, and then maybe some other days in cases, some side effects. Boy, you know, talk about no union givebacks. But the story in the Globe, uh, the variant of COVID is as contagious as chickenpox. And it's even scarier for parents of children under 12 who are not eligible to be vaccinated. So they ask doctors to view their concerns. Now, folks, this comes down to, in my eyes, this comes down to there are some people that don't trust doctors. I can't convince you otherwise. There are some people that, by the way, let's just be, there are some people that think the world is flat. There are some people that never think, thought we went to the moon. There are people that believe 9-11 was an inside job. I'm already getting messages from people that think the images we're seeing overseas are all fake. I, I am not going to attempt and nor would I be successful trying to convince you. There are people that think Bigfoot is real. I mean, I, we could go on to the list. Back in the 60s when they started slapping, you know, anyone that watched Mad Men, they talk about the dilemma of when they would, you know, a big account for advertising were the cigarette companies. And then suddenly they couldn't advertise, not broadcast. And they had to slap the, you know, warning, Surgeon General, smoking, dangerous for your health. You could die. There were a lot of people that kept smoking. A lot of people kept smoking and they died of lung cancer. Fork in the road. That's where we're at right now. Some people, by the way, kept smoking and then lived to be 95. So there's no perfect science to it, but... Is the variant more severe in children? No. Um, variant has not caused worse infections in children than previous variants. Majority of pediatric infections are still mild. Well, that's good news. There may be same symptoms as adults. And here's the good news. Now, if you listen to anyone, and I recognize that this is confusing for a lot of people because they don't know who to believe. That's very clear to me. People that are normally, you have a job, you have a family, you're educated. And they, they ask me things on social media, mostly Facebook. I respond, where did you get this information? 
they send me an article that to me is immediately you can pick up that it's a fake fake article. But they don't know. They don't know who to believe anymore. Children may have the same symptoms as adults. Cough, cold, fever, muscle aches, running nose. But the whole thing is generally milder than it's been in adults. Regardless of the variant, only 0.3 to 1% of children have to be hospitalized. That's good news. In recent weeks, though, pediatric intensive care units have started to fill up. Folks, if there's a child who has immune challenges, they can't be around people that have this. And as someone that for 10 years I broadcast and raised money from Hasbro, those children, I'm sorry, they're going to have to do homeschooling. They can't be around them. Children now make up 2% of patients hospitalized with COVID. Now that is the high point since this thing started. Why? First, they're not vaccinated. Children under 12 are all unvaccinated. So they now form a larger percentage of the population who can be affected. They compromise a greater proportion of hospitalized patients. Second, there's a Delta. Delta has a higher viral load, replicates faster than previous lineages of the virus, makes it about twice as transmissible. That's the case against across all ages, including children. As a result, cases have risen in children and adults like. Total cases corresponding rise. Now, number of hospitalizations per case hasn't ridden, risen again, suggesting the infection that results from Delta is not worse. Delta is still causing way more hospitalizations. There's so much of it, uh, but we don't need to attribute it uh, with children. With more children infected, we obviously see more children overall requiring requiring hospitalization, ICU admission. So now this all comes down to the battleground. Here's the question. At 118, people aren't gonna like the question or the answer. Here it is. Boston Globe today. How should I protect my child at school or daycare? Here's the answer. Brace yourself. Ready? Begins with an M. Masks 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 that's what the doctors are saying makes sense right now in massachusetts or rhode island parents send their unvaccinated children to school in a good quality well-fitted mask they prefer child-sized hospital masks combination quality fit filtration um they're not it can't be uncomfortable for children to wear you need to find a child-sized hospital mask and something else The important thing is to keep the virus from getting airborne and spreading in the classroom. Now, they're going to they also have something in this Boston Globe article. Parents should read, follow recommendations, the American Academy of Pediatrics, including the recommendation all individuals over two years old wear masks at school, regardless of vaccination status. There's no need for children to wear masks outdoors. No need to wear them outdoors. So as I've been saying, they should just be doing more outdoor classrooms. What should I do if my child has symptoms? Get tested. You know, I am amazed at the number of people recently that have come down with symptoms. And when I ask them to get tested, they say no. One person, I said, now, why didn't you get tested? Well, I don't want to be in the system. I don't want to give them my information. I don't want to be in the system. <sighs> what, what are you talking about? Whose system? People are posting on social media. The lockdown's coming. I saw someone, but I have a very good authority from a Rhode Island person at the state house. a big lockdown. There's no lockdown coming. Florida is open. People are dying in Florida, but it's open. There's no lockdown coming. Listen to me. At 120, Mississippi is open. Texas is open. Hospitals are full. People are not vaccinated. They're not closing. We're not closing. You know, there's expression the FBI uses with people that they want to cooperate. Say, listen, the train's leaving the station. You're either going to be on it or under it, but it's leaving the state. That's what's happening. I saw someone post. I have a good authority. You don't have any good authority. They don't even know that. You're just scaring people. Governor McKee is not even doing so far. He might change, but he's not even... That ended up being doing a a statewide mask mandate for schools. If he's not doing that, they're not going to close. Oh, my God, these people. 
Um, I just heard they're closing Rhode Island down in November from a reputable source in state government. Here we go again. Who, they don't know that. Folks, don't believe some of this stuff. You know, I also don't understand this. This is, I don't understand why our former president, why is he doing this? Why is he doing this? Saying that the booster shot is just Pfizer trying to make money? What? Are we still going back to that type of stuff? I still come back to the idea of a booster shot. I mean, yes, you're right. The well, vaccines that work. We've like seen that. that sounds, you know what? That sounds to me like a money-making operation for Pfizer. Okay? Think uh, of the money involved. Yeah, that's booster. Shot, that's tens of billions of dollars. How good a business is that? If you're a pure businessman, you say, you know what? Let's give them another shot. That's another $10 billion of money coming in. I, the whole thing is just crazy. It doesn't... You wouldn't think you would need a booster. You know, when these first came out, they were good for life. Then they were good for a year or two, and I could see the writing on the wall. I could see the dollar signs in their eyes of that guy that runs Pfizer. You know, the guy that announced yeah. the day after hey. the election that he had uh, the vaccine. All due respect, they came up with the vaccine. They came up with the vaccine. Pfizer did. They're not the ones announcing it. They're studying what's going on in Israel. And after eight months, it fades a little bit. I I don't remember hearing it was for life. I don't remember hearing that. And we're gonna talk about Afghanistan coming up. But I, I don't that that is not accurate. But parents are out of their minds about children wearing masks. Listen, we, this is troubled. But what I want to say to you right now. Right. This is because I again, I know now as far as some of the healthcare workers, then you have to get another job. I don't know what to tell you. Then you have to get another job because that job, they don't want people spreading it. Well, why want more time? Well, you can't have more time. I'm not taking sides in it. Everybody has options. Life is filled with options. You, no one's forcing you to work there. No one's forcing you to work there. But the dynamic is changing. The dynamic is changing. Now, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repair. So it all makes some models of appliances. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. Look for him on Facebook problem with your washer or dryer or stove or refrigerator or oven any appliance microwave garbage disposal ryan's appliance repair 401-710-7096 there are people that don't want to get the vaccine and where you work they're starting to require it you don't have to work there anymore i don't know what else to tell you well, I read somewhere, I, I, U.S. health official calls booster shots. Everyone, now that's what it's going to be. You don't want to get a booster shot, then don't get one. And I also want to be very clear about pe- with people, because some people don't understand. It's all about the hospitals. Follow what's going on in these other states, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, Mississippi. Hospitals are filling up. You know, as someone that monitors first responders and things like that, listen, there's many times where they say that Rhode Island Hospital is on diversion. They're not taking any more patients. Um, what would happen then? It's all about filling up the hospitals. Now, I'm seeing some other headlines. Americans stranded in Kabul can't get to the airport. There's no sign of troops on the ground. I mean, this is just so U.S. health officials. This is different. Are recommending all Americans get the booster shot, shore up their protection. Well, those that believe in it will get the booster shot. President Trump is knocking it and saying they just want to get more money. Gee, I wonder if I'm now going to hear from people. Gee, I wonder now if I'm going to hear from people that are going to echo what President Trump is saying. 
<sighs> I already know the answer. All right. Then, then, then don't. He did get the vaccine. Just so we're all clear. Biden made a mistake. Biden and Harris made mistakes. They should have called it. I agree with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. They could have, should have called it the Trump vaccine. Now, people are saying, my body, my choice. I'm not getting the vaccine. I refuse. And some of the language for the rally that they're going to have, I, I just, I don't understand. Like, this is real line in the sand time for a lot of people. And the people keep sending me. Someone sent it to me last night. Um, let's see. Uh, healthcare workers facing termination given Governor McKee's latest mandate. Are you aware of the rally at the State House on Thursday and Saturday? But some of the language is just we must all stick together, we will not be defeated. We will fight the government. We are willing. What? What are you talking? What are these people talking about? And the guy that's leading them, I'm I'm sorry. If he's your leader, I'm not even going to say that there's someone running for governor. Now, he's never held office in his life. And he announces he's going to be the next governor. He's no money. He's never been elected. He's never run a campaign. He just woke up one day and said, I, I'm going to be the governor. It's as simple as that. So tomorrow, Freedom of Choice Rally, Thursday, August 19th at 3 o'clock. Send a message to our local government. We stand for freedom of choice. We're against mandating the COVID vaccine. We don't want to have to make a choice between losing our job and taking the vaccine. We have sacrificed our health throughout the pandemic. We stand together. Listen to this. United against the government. Taking the right to choose away from our health care heroes. And I hear organized and I'm going to say it. That's who you're following. Well, you know, we worked through the pandemic and there was no vaccine. Right, because there was no vaccine. Now there is a vaccine. What are we talking about? Uh, a lot of the local drug dealers are thrilled that they feel they can manipulate Allure's scam 500 a month. Let's see. Uh, I deal in the inner city. Some people are already saying they have found out a way that they're going to be able to get um, at least three to four. So one person's claiming they have figured out a way to get uh, 2000 a month. All right, folks, joining us right now on the line with us. Again, he does have military experiences. Our friend Giovanni Ferrosi. Good afternoon, Gio. How are you? Good morning. Good afternoon, Gio. Gio, I want to um, obviously touch base with you. Uh, certainly have um, accomplishments, military experience, and just get your view of what you're seeing on the ground in Afghanistan and whether or not you feel that maybe President Biden erred in his judgment. Yeah, well, uh, first of all, uh, good afternoon, I guess. I, I'm happy to be out west, so I apologize. I said good morning. But um, so... You know, I think there's uh, no doubt that the extraction from Afghanistan is a complete disaster. Um, but in addition to that, I think for me, what's more concerning is that approximately 20 years ago, when we went in, uh, we were there to, you know, defeat terrorist networks that uh, had, you know, sprung from those grounds to attack the United States in our own, um, you know, in our own land. And so uh, when you really study it, uh, which we did uh, for a few years after that, uh, and to, you know, explain to the audience, I, I served at United States Central Command both as ground operations officer, but then 
uh, in the interagency, which is all the six core agencies and was the first ever liaison to the United States government. So I was in high level planning and conversations for many years. And it's only because obviously now uh, I'm in an unclassified environment with all, you know, that information, which was classified back then. Um, I can speak a little bit more to it. So I do want to get a little complex with you because I think it's now, now's the time. Uh, we had gotten to a point where we realized that who we were really fighting is called the Sen. It's a Salafist extremist network. So it was um, individuals whose intent was to topple their own governments. So in Bin Laden's case, Saudi Arabia, his number two, Al-Zawahiri, was Egyptian. Zarqawi, who we ultimately killed in Iraq, uh, was from Jordan. And the whole purpose, which is really what concerns me the most right now, the whole purpose is they wanted to topple their own governments so they had the military apparatus and the staging ground to then make their way into Europe. And in the same fashion as we saw 100 years ago, try and create that world domination and that march around the world like Hitler did, like the Japanese did, and so forth. So it's really um, a stark reminder that we're not too far removed from the atrocities and the world war efforts of literally a generation which saw my own grandfather, you know, buried in Germany. So, so to me, it's uh, it's not only about an abomination of of how and, and why we left there, but it's a complete um, ignorance of what the true intent of the organizations are. And so I see a large gap generationally, even in the uh, hierarchy and the decision-making and in the command structure of the military. So I would go as far as to tell you that even though I you know, retired as a lowly major, let's say, Star General, my situational awareness and what I was a participant in during all of those planning and, and information going back and forth, you know, 18 years ago and so forth, um, gives me much more insight than even the, 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 the command staff up to this day. There's, there has to be an ignorance there. So while the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff was, you know, of a full bird colonel, let's say, or a battalion commander, I think he was a brigade commander uh, at the time, he's fighting on the ground. But he's on a tactical level or an operational and tactical level. I'm at the strategic combatant command level. And so he, he's never seen that dialogue. He's fighting a war. And so for them to, to then, you know, make his way all the way to the top and maybe never have gotten into that dialogue. And it probably skipped a couple of presidencies here. And that is what I think today is the biggest single uh, ignorance in what's going on. So let's bring it back home. Let's understand we're talking about the Southist extremist network. These individuals just want land and more importantly, traditional military apparatus to then fight and take out their nearest, weakest enemy. So in their case, their view is that Europe is weak and so they want to aim everything and start marching through Turkey and go west. That's their plan. Always has been. So um, that's where I think we are today. Folks, again, we're speaking with our friend Giovanni Frosi. Gio, uh, let, let, let's, was, the, was the Trump administration wrong to announce that they wanted to start to pull out of Afghanistan? Um, no, I think that, you know, any one of the of the presidencies should have done that, right? Because we didn't have a long-term plan to occupy for a long period of time, have some sort of partnership, remain there such as we have in Korea or Germany. So there was never a plan. So they needed to say, okay, we're gonna leave at some point. But that meant that you would have a scaled down, you know, footprint that at least kept those that are interested in creating terror networks suppressed. And that's the failure here. So if you go back to the April timeframe, every military leader 
told the president, we cannot leave at 100%. We need to leave some residual forces. And he chose to ignore them. And that's just what he did. And there's there's just no disputing that. No, why, so, why would we I'm, not want to keep that as a strategic location for the United States? So, so I mean, that... That could have been an option. Since we are in Germany, we are we're in Korea. Why not keep twenty five hundred troops there? Well, that's and that's how and that's one you know one scenario. The other scenario is that you can still keep special operations forces that are there to just target and take out. So, in other words, you know, right now there's there's a you know bigger problem, right? So they don't know what to do. Right. But the reality is. You know, even for those, and I have a lot of, you know, obviously more conservative friends and than liberal just due to the nature of my career. But the reality is, even those that's, that, that don't believe in, you know, being, um, uh, you know, uh, a country that goes around the world and, and does different things, you can still understand that we have some special operations forces that can take out terror networks, at, you know, at a moment's notice so that we can stay safe on our own homeland. So that's what I don't understand is right now, if you felt you've exposed a large body of the uh, of Afghans to um, atrocities, then why not have had a few snipers in there, a few other people just take out a couple guys and you see real quick how they're gonna go away from doing photo, you know, Instagram photos and going on Twitter to, to all of a sudden going back into a cave somewhere hmm. because that's where that's where we are right now if it you know again I, I want a fine line between professional military planning and execution and you know a a response based on anger and and what you know to be you know um, probably a, a, the proper response but this is what I mean right now you have a concentrated command and control apparatus that you know where they're located. If Joe Biden had any balls, frankly, and did it the right way, he would say, listen, you have 24 hours, I'm going to take you out if you don't stop immediately going and chasing people, firing at journalists, firing at protesters, not allowing people to exit the country or at least treat them normally so you're not shooting women in the head who aren't wearing a burqa. And if you don't do that, I'm going to take you out in about two minutes and you'll be back in your cave. He's not done that. And that is a complete failure and he needs to fix it immediately. Oh. Well, he's not going to do that. I mean, just the opposite now. Uh, again, folks, we're speaking with Giovanni Ferrosi. Uh, you know, he's not going to do that. If anything, we're just pulling out and hoping to negotiate with the Taliban that, that we can get all these Americans out. And then bring out some of the interpreters. So it's gross negligence. It's yeah. gross negligence. Not even again. I, I think I don't know that I finished my thought when I said that I know I have you know many many people that that I that I know that you know are of the attitude it's not our problem, it's not our country, etc. That is a complete disregard for the fact that they are going to create terror networks that then hit us at home or hit us on the run all over the world so you're it's it's just it's just not acceptable you cannot allow the taliban to be in charge in the way they have always been in charge so you know that it's it's very clear that their words in the last 24 48 hours are not meeting their actions people are getting shot in the streets women and children everything and you have to use those triggers to immediately respond back and say, hey, you know what? We were going to go, but maybe we're not now and we're going to drop a bomb on your head or we're going to do X, Y, Z instead. And I'm just going to take you out with some targeting and do some time sensitive targeting on high value targets and take out about 10 12 of the command and control apparatus right at the top. You'll see how fast those guys will scatter. So that's just something that I think is absolutely an option that's on the table. And I think that the military command has um, has really 
put themselves in position to either be replaced or um, either through resigning or firings at this point mm. and, and get people in there who are more um, experienced with what they're fighting because we're fighting what I told you we're fighting, which is the Salafist Extremist Network. But Gio, and again, folks, speaking with Giovanni Frosi, uh, unless we're missing something, and I'm just going by all the latest reporting, this literally seems to come down to the president, that even the military advisors were against this. He's the one that is just pushing forth with this, you know, we're going to get out. What is it like for our military leaders? And I, I've heard from several who have said, that they feel if President Trump was still in office, they could have convinced him to, you know, still keep some kind of a presence there. But but Biden just wasn't having it. Biden is like, nowhere. That's it. We're closing up shop and we're coming home. Well, I think that's that's, uh, you know, uh, a valid assessment, because, again, you, you have two two routes all the time. Right. You can either be led by DOD or, or the Department of State. One of them always has a stronger voice in, in matters of, of, of this, okay, and then these kinds of matters. So the reality is, even if you wanted to lead with the Department of State and the dialogue through this, the minute we saw that they were not following any sort of timeline, instead turned it into an attack and an advance and completely disregarded the safety of our our uh, men, women, and children, and of their own nations, men, women, and children, then all of that should have been shifted to a military response. And uh, and frankly, our Secretary of State is an absolute disgrace at this point. Yeah. And he should be the first one that's fired huh. um, in any of this. He still thinks he's going to just talk his way out of it. Yep. It's just weird at this point. But yes, the president bears responsibility, and he has the course correct. And, um, and and if he doesn't, um, this this will be a very terrifying future for us as a nation um, in all parts of the world. Because anyone who thought about trusting the United States of America as an ally would have to think twice now. And Gio, are, are you surprised that China and Russia are in the backdrop cheering on and encouraging the Taliban? Not at all. I mean, you know, we have to keep in mind that superpowers in the world are are in that position because they are nationalized first and foremost. So those that apologize for any type of, um, you know, broad message that uh, emphasizes the United States being the strongest, the best the most admirable nation in the world is literally fighting against us. Hmm. And so they need to, you know, just stop with all that. But I'll tell you on a broader sense, and this happens, you know, every few, every so often, we, we all know it, you know, we've seen the Jimmy Carters of the world, we've, we've seen how it all goes. That, you know, we're, we're in a position again where unfortunately through all of this chaos, you likely will get, you know, a different, Result at the in the elections in the next cycle or two, and get us back uh, on message. Um, and we need to be on that message because we should always be the most admired nation in the world. Yes, and and G and again before we let you go, but it's just your words got to mean something. Think of there are thousands of people that believe the United States who took us at our word, and you know you can trust us, and we won't leave you behind, and. And this sounds, you know, they're, they're being lined up. They're, they're going to be killed by the Taliban once we pull out of there. I mean, I think that's the more damaging part is the people that say, oh, I never should have cooperated and helped the Americans. Well, that's that is the most damaging. But I, you know, don't want to lose part of what I said today that I think you'll only hear from me and maybe one or two other people in the world who, who have my experience. The military apparatus is part of the strategy. So we literally gave them what they were looking for in a victory. Right. So they didn't get it from their own nations. Oh. They actually got our equipment. Ah. That's how crazy it is. God. Okay, so it's just wild. Hmm. 
Folks, again, he is our friend Giovanni Frosi. Gio, great insight. Uh, thank you again for your service. Talk to you thank soon. You, Be John, well. And, uh, God bless all your uh, listeners and uh, stay safe. Take right. care. Thank you. Folks, it's John DePietro. Um, Wednesday, again, um, you know, fast moving de- developments. Right now, it's 146 on this Wednesday. Fast moving developments that are happening overseas. I want to um, remind you on this Wednesday, right now, maybe you're in the car. And uh, you want to stay healthy because things are starting to move in the other direction. Folks, It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, where there's vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like Isai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's My Health because it's your health. Hemp and CBD products, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, natural skincare, hair care products. It's my health. Diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Pop in and see them today. Marie and Doreen at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. This portion of the program, folks, if you go to our website, debeachroad.com, you will see the direct link for Soul Source Restoration. They can help you fire smoke damage, water damage, mold remediation, storm damage. There's a direct link right to them at the website, tobitro.com, Soul Source, 401-712-2700, emergency 24-hour service. Do you have water damage, storm damage, fire, smoke damage? Soul, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration, 401-712-2700. So uh, I believe President Biden is returning to the White House, uh, folks, the big news of the day right now, now they're saying is boosters in September. Vaccines declining effectiveness, which is why it's spreading more. And there's a headline, is it ever going to end? I don't know if it's ever going to end. Um, I um, CIA was warned of the rapid collapse for the Taliban victory for other jihadists, inspiration. China exploits perceptions of America's weakness. This is as bad as it gets. And the Taliban violent crackdown, women and children are being beaten. Now, Governor McKee is having a press briefing. Governor McKee's having his COVID press briefing tomorrow. And one of the things that he's going to be dealing with is the increased pressure now by... Um, to part of this is driven with politics. You know, I'll say that. That was something that Governor Raimondo didn't really deal with. But Governor McKee has to. And that is, and Dan McGowan and myself kind of spoke about this in the first hour. But just the fact that he's got Secretary of State Nelly Gobia and also General Treasurer Seth Magaziner in the wings, second guessing everything he's doing. And then as a result of that, um, you know, he he would be more inclined to act on this statewide mask mandate, even though he didn't want to. Now, also, U.S. officials are now calling for the booster shot. So that's new. That was announced today. And again, folks, this is all entirely up to you. Let me hear a little bit uh, of this from uh, this is Channel 12. Shaper with a 12th News Now update. U.S. health officials have recommended all Americans get COVID-19 booster shots. The decision was made during the surge of the Delta variant after evidence revealed the vaccine's effectiveness is dropping. According to the CDC and other top health authorities, the extra dose would come eight months after people got their second shot of Pfizer or Moderna. Doses could begin as early as the week of September 20th. They say the people who got the Johnson & Johnson single shot will likely need extra shots, but say they are waiting for more data. The overall plan is awaiting a Food and Drug Administration evaluation of the safety and effectiveness of a third dose. In a release, officials say, quote, based on our latest assessment, the current protection against severe disease, hospitalization, and death could diminish in the months ahead. And make sure you stay with 12 News both on air and online for the latest developments. Yeah, so that is where things are going. Now, I know some people haven't even gotten the vaccine, so I don't know how they, um, let's see, uh, boom, boom, boom. This is why people don't, thank you. Folks, you can always email me, 
John at DePietro.com or just go to the website DePietro.com. Media made it red versus blue. Correction. An earlier version of the story overstated the number of children who have been hospitalized in Texas. The story said 5,800 children have been hospitalized during a seven-day period. The number correctly referred to children hospitalized since the pandemic began. So it was not 5,800 children during a seven-day period. It was since it began. In actuality, 783 children were admitted to Texas hospitals with COVID between July 1st and August 9th. So that is, was incorrect. But, you know, that is exactly right. That is, thank you, Bruce. That is one of the reasons why people don't trust. Scott had some funny email today about, you know, the job uh, guaranteed job thing that Mayor Alorza wants to do. Uh, an easy way about that is maybe, oh, I don't know, finding a job. And as far as guaranteed housing, no one's going to... Uh, Cranston is where there can be guaranteed housing. Folks, I want to play for you again. Uh, Boston Globe has a blockbuster story today. They have the 911 calls and they also have the video that show the teens. Now, again, I know this fully hasn't hit, but if you go to my website, tobitro.com, I have the full story on it. It was July 8th. It started Thursday night. It went until 2 in the morning on early morning, Friday morning hours of July 9th, where these three teens were terrorizing the city of Providence. And then there, there's a big uh, controversy about the body cam footage because it hasn't been released yet because two of the officers have been put on suspension because they got a little rough uh, during the release. But uh, And I want to give credit. The Boston Globe, they have the 911 calls. They have some of the video where they were chasing these people. This is um, this is some of what it sounded like near the very end of this whole thing. Just took a left on Avenue It was smoking. You know, again, this is folks where Mayor Lorza was saying he was appalled at the body cam footage. You know what's appalling? Is the way they were chasing these people around at Providence Specialty Products. That's what I think is. And then some of the 911 calls. Listen to this. Two guys who pulled up in a black SUV or truck jumped out of the car with long rifle TV guns and they're shooting at us, at us in the parking lot. Chasing us around trucks, chasing us into the plant. I'm hiding in the milk room of the plant with the owner, uh, one of the owners of my other guy who's my driver. I don't know where he is, if he's okay. He's getting chased around. Like what? How is that funny? What punks? What absolute degenerates? They should be tried as adults that lock them up. Felonies. God, these poor people. And the police were dealing with nonstop 911 calls about this. They were shooting people all over the city. Hi, I just want to report, um, there's a car driving by on Manhattan Avenue with like a rifle BB gun pointing at people and shooting. With a BB gun? It looks like a BB gun or like a rifle, I don't know. Okay. Okay, Manson, yeah, it's like a, a, a rifle. Manhattan, um, oh. All right, that's all right. Get in your lingo. What's the side street? Steuben. 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 Steuben, yes. Hola. It's a, it's a blue BMW. Three punks. BMW. <laughs> Fire it well. Shoot them. And then the passenger has a white shirt and he's the one holding the rifle. Are you able to see the license plate on that vehicle? No. No. No English. No is, license is it, is it plate. Is it a two door? A two door three series blue. Wow. Comes all the way around, and it's the driver that has to look wrong. It's the driver that has to look wrong. 
Folks, that is just one of the 911 calls that they got. The driver has a BB gun. The driver has a BB gun. I want to give credit. It's the Boston Globe folks that has this. Uh, the it's the Kennedy Plaza. Now. And he stepped out with a BB gun rifle and they were shooting at random passerby. Huh. And they started shooting and he got in the car and headed towards Memorial Boulevard between the big state courthouse and the post office. Folks, they were shooting people in the face. Again, I, um, good afternoon at 156. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. That is also what you just listened to. Mayor Lorz's reaction was that he was appalled at what the police did. How about the three degenerates? Listen, they didn't know if they had another weapon. You heard those people. I don't know. It was a rifle. Could have been a BB gun. There was more than one weapon. Ah, tremendous restraint by the police in not opening fire. In not opening fire. Hey, folks, I want to remind you about Brother's Disposal. Come on, brother. On this Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. Call Brother Roland. 401-688-0517. Now, what can Brother's... Good afternoon. Good afternoon, brother. What, good morning, brother. What can Brother's Disposal offer you? Well, first of all, first, A, if you get a purple dumpster to clean out some unwanted belongings or, I listen, whether you clean out your garage or your basement or your attic, Brother's Disposal, they'll deliver a purple dumpster to your driveway or place of work or wherever it is that you need it and get rid of some uh, unwanted belongings, rusted Bikes or cribs or toys or just, I hate to say it, but junk you don't use anymore. That's number one. Number two, now you can also call them because they're now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate today for your business. Come on, brother. Call Brother Roland, 401-688-0517. Call Brother Roland at Brother's Disposal. At least call him and say, why does he call you Brother Roland? Because it's Brother's Disposal. 401-688-0517. How do you know it's them? They have the purple dumpsters. You can also find them on Facebook. Brother's Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. 401-688-0517. And remember what they say. Get a dumpster in your driveway. You know, that's the easiest way to get rid of some unwanted belongings is to get the dumpster right in your driveway. Well, folks, it's Wednesday. Again, things are moving very rapidly as far as the variant. You're going to hear coming up in the 2 o'clock news, they have now said that people need to get a booster shot, and that's going to start. Again, not everyone's going to get one, but apparently those that did, after eight months, it starts to fade a little bit, eight or nine months. So whenever you got your vaccine, now you get a booster shot. That's number one. Uh, number two, the mask mandate in schools battle is really heating up. And more companies are getting strict about mandating people get the vaccine. So people have choices to make. I'm sorry, it's not easy. Everybody's got to make choices. You got to decide, uh, do you want to send your child to that school? They got to wear a mask. Do you want to keep working where you're working? You have to get the vaccine. It's John DePietro. Listen, enjoy this Wednesday. We're back later for Facebook Live. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock. There ain't no cure for the summertime. 1380 WNRI. Woodsucker.